It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the weekend, the Premiership title could be one victory for Rangers today Combined with Celtic dropping points at Dundee United Tomorrow would see the league wrapped up Ross County and Kilmarnock play each other in a proper relegation six-pointer Aberdeen, Hamilton, Motherwell, Livy and St Johnston Hibs make up your Saturday offering in the top flight I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me this afternoon Is Gordon DL Mark Wilson And he's back The vaccinated one Has been away for months He is in the building He has returned And we're delighted to have him As Henrik Larson used to say Mark Wilson It's not about me It's about the team <laughs> So Today A decade of despair Could be hours away from ending For Rangers Unless we're in spoil the party At Ibrox But what a big day At the foot of the table Gordon Because Kilmarnock, one draw in nine games Must win at Ross County And can the Ackies get anything at Aberdeen Who've scored one goal in eight games Motherwell could be out of the relegation woods By tea time tonight if they beat Libby This is better than being in the house But I'll deny that if my wife calls in at five o'clock I'm going to say he's back right He's in the building But we've locked him away In his own wee room We're still keeping him Extra safe And I must say I can just about see you Through a window You're quite far away um, That is a lockdown hairdo If ever I I have oh, never yeah. seen Your hair has never changed In all the years I've known you Now it's over the ears It's down the back It's almost coming down Over the specs at the front Yeah I'm back to being John Lennon It's like the 1960s that's quite something He's like, like uh, about that, a, a grey pearl Isn't he With the flowing locks Yeah All you need to do is Grow that beard just oh, that's, a, that's a step too far uh, Anyway Back to the football Anyone oh, It's been a huge day And, and look, we've, we've heard uh, Rangers fans Gathering outside the ground But look, the players Have to remain focused And concentrated To go over the line Sometimes these games Can be the hardest When you think the job's done And you're in touching distance Closing it out isn't as easy as people think So the players have to remain focused But down at the bottom of the league So, so tight When you look at Ross County and Kilmarnock Tommy Wright not had the effect So far that he, he would want Big game for them today You'd think whoever loses that Is bang in trouble Yeah, I think we've got an exciting weekend Coming ahead, Gordon Good card today Obviously it's all down to Rangers If Rangers win Then Celtic have got to go to Tanadice tomorrow And get a result So uh, that'll be exciting um, yeah, boys have touched on it The bottom of the league is really, really tight And a massive game at Dingwall Really is If you're a Ross County fan You're a Kilmarnock fan I know the attention down here is on Rangers and Celtic But for relegation These playoffs It's very, very tight indeed Absolutely Let's go around the grounds then Huge games We really are in the business end of the season So let's go to Ibrooks Rangers against St Mirren And get the teams with Alison Conroy Good afternoon. Well, yes, as you say, Rangers' no victory today will take them to the brink of their first title in 10 years. St Mirren, though, looking to secure that top six spot. And, of course, the only side to beat Rangers domestically this season. The teams for Rangers, just one change from that midweek win at Livingston. In comes Hadji, out goes Scott Arfield. For St Mirren, it is one change as well from that win over Ross County. A week ago, Richard Tate comes in for Kyle McAllister. And an interesting one, on the St Mirren bench young Dylan Reid is on the bench today if he does come on he'll be the youngest player to ever play for St Mirren he's just 16 and 16 days old 
So for Rangers, first of all, it's Alan McGregor in goal, a back four of Nathan Patterson, Connor Goldson, Philip Lander and Borna Barisic. The midfield three of Glenn Kamara, Stephen Davis and Yanis Hadji, with Ryan Kent and Joe Aribo supporting Alfredo Morelos up top. On the bench, McLaughlin, Bassey, Simpson, Defoe, Itton, Wright, Stewart, Balogun and Arfield. For St Mirren, Jack Annex in goal, a back three of Connor McCarthy, Joe Shocknessy and Ryan Fraser. The midfield four, Richard Tate, Ethan Erehon, Jake Doyle Hayes and Ilke Dermis with Dylan Connolly and Jamie McGrath in behind the lone striker of Colin Quainer. On the bench, Linus, Flynn, Reed, McPherson, Henderson, McAllister, Jameson, Erwin and Obika. Hugh Keevans, touching distance, just about covers it for Rangers. Yeah, uh, obviously today you would think they have to be overwhelming favourites against St Mirren. The, the players, the Rangers players have arrived to find thousands of fans outside the ground. Now they are in breach of COVID protocols. However, they are there or they were there. They may have dispersed by now, but these Rangers players know how much all of this means to the Rangers supporters. So I expect them to be overwhelming favourites to win today and then it's down to an unpredictable Celtic at Tannadise tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and it's up to Celtic tomorrow to to make sure that they don't uh, slip up and take it to next week. But for Rangers, the the Rangers players, look, I've been there before where you're so close to winning the title, you know know you're going to get there, but sometimes these games can be tough to just get over the line. It's important that Rangers start really quickly, try and put the game to bed Early in the first half They don't want to grow frustrated As it goes on And on uh, And lead their fans Who have gathered outside And Hugh rightly says Breaching protocol But they don't want to leave them Disappointed um, But a huge weekend Ahead for us Gordon I'm finding it very hard To pop a case For, uh, for St Mirren Gordon I think especially Ibrox Rangers will be wanting To get the three points uh, This afternoon They want to make sure They keep that You know Record going Not losing a league game um, they pride themselves in clean sheets as well Jim Goodwin will go there with a game plan Try and make it very difficult But just because it's so near And you know, you've seen the, what it meant to Rangers Even at Livingston in midweek I feel they'll be right up for it today So I'm not really holding out much hope for St Man. Even though they're the only team to beat yeah. Rangers Yeah, if, if it was away domestically from Domestically or in Europe this yeah, season Yeah, if it was away from home I I probably have a better mm. case But I could be wrong And Jim Goodwin could go there And he's been terrific with St Mirren this season But the gap there is too big And it's too important for Rangers So a home win for me all day long I got the question wrong And beat the pundit last night Who's the only other side apart from Rangers To have uh, gone undefeated in the last five It is St Mirren But I just get the feeling that Perhaps there were too many games in too short a space of time. I wish young Dylan Reed all the best today at the age of 16 tender years on the bench for St Mirren. I hope he gets on, but I've got socks that are older than him. <laughs> uh, a few stories in the, the team lines. Nathan Patterson continues at right back, of course, in the absence of James Tavernier. How much do you get the feeling that Alfredo Morelos is enjoying this running? He was obviously got his red, his yellow card rescinded from simulation against Livingston uh, yesterday. That decision went in his favour. Uh, and, and in the goal scoring front, Mark, he scored, he scored in his last three games. He's got four in his last five, and he's already at three against St Mirren this season. So you get the feeling that he's. Hitting his best form right oh, at the, the crucial listen, time Without a doubt um, I think a couple of months ago There was a case for him being left out the side I think when you've seen his form Stephen Gerrard still says he was contributing in other ways Other than goals But as a striker And Daz will tell you better than that uh, Me, that a striker yeah. relies on goals 
and and he assesses his own performance and goals, and he, he wasn't quite hitting those heights. Steven Gerrard backed him. He kept him in the side uh, when when some wouldn't have had him in the side, and he's repaying him now. I think he's been brilliant. I, I think probably his best performance I've seen him was in Europe, where he was outstanding in the second leg. Um, against Royal Antwerp and he followed it up with a, a very good performance on Wednesday night against Livy so bang in form and that means bad news for St Mirren Yeah I think that for most strikers Gordon you get teams and you've said that they're about stats he's uh, scoring his last three against St Mirren you get teams that you just know that you know you're going to put the ball in the back in it I don't know what it is um, but I fancy him especially with the chances I think Rangers will create today at Ibrook I think just with everything that's happened today with the Rangers players arriving we know it's not right with the crowd but just the fact of the importance at Ibrooks, and as I keep going back even the manager on Wednesday night from the stand uh, was getting excited the players after the game I think they'll be right up for this today I'm looking for a big performance from Rangers I really am uh, St Mirren incentive for them as well of course a win would seal top 6 they are pretty much there already it would take quite the turnaround for them not to finish in the top 6 let's hear from the managers starting with Stephen Gerrard we totally understand and can relate to the excitement levels I think it's fantastic what's happening at the moment and, and we need to enjoy uh, every single day as they go by uh, the important thing for us is to remain focused and uh, try and get this over the line as quick as we can that starts obviously with St Mirren uh, be a tough test we know they'll be a stubborn team and difficult to play against. They'll have confidence because they've already won uh, away, uh, you know, in Glasgow uh, recently. So they're going to come with the tails up and, and ready to try and cause an upset again. And then they're the only team that have managed to beat us this season. So we're, we're ready for that challenge. We're looking forward to it, and the team will remain uh, focused and ready for that. That's Stephen Gerrard, of course, up against Jim Goodwin today, hoping to delay the party. I mean, obviously, we've beaten Rangers in the League Cup um, a couple of months back. Uh, you know, I think we're the only team in Europe at the moment who's been able to do that. So, um, you know, we're very proud of that. And, of course, we would uh, it would make it even more special if we could go to Ibrox and, and get a win in the league. But, um, like I said, I mean, they've... They've won every game at Ibrox in the league. I think I'm right to say they've only conceded a couple of goals in all of those games. So there's nobody needs to tell us how difficult that's going to be, but we'll go there in a positive mindset. Um, you know, we'll, we won't be sitting in on our own 18-yard line for 90 minutes trying to grind out a draw. We're going to go there and take the game to Rangers and, and have a go. We've all seen social media, lots and lots of Rangers fans Breaking uh, COVID restrictions to head to Ibrooks and, and cheer on their team and try and give them um, that boost ahead of kickoff. What were the scenes like? Uh, uh, your take? Clearly, it's wrong. Clearly, it's understandable. There are thousands, tens of thousands of Ranger supporters who have, for ten years, uh, known nothing but hardship, despair, frustration. It is very wrong that they are on the streets today, but. You have to understand that emotion is taking over now. It won't be the only time that they will gather. I think that Glasgow can steal itself for weeks of this to come. There's still a Celtic Rangers match to take place on the 21st of March. There is no point in being po-faced about it. We are talking about football supporters who are not listening to the government or police and what is said about the possibility of these incidents being super spreaders. But... Emotion has taken over And this is what we're dealing with now Okay let's start going around the rest of the grounds What a menu you've got on the football side of things today Motherwell up against Livingston Roger Hanna's watching that one 
Yeah, and I think I've worked out what yourself and the Dazzler are up to, Gordon. That happened to be Easter Road last week when Motherwell performed mm-hmm. so well, got that much-needed victory, pulled away from the teams below them, and, and suddenly I'm the, the Steel Men's lucky mascot, and I'm back to watch them again today. Um, they, they were very good, your team, Jordan Roberts, on loan from Hearts. He scored one, he created the other one for Devante Cole seven days ago, and Motherwell were further boosted than Declan Gallagher, Scotland centre-half, come back off the bench after that injury absence. The only downside was another red card for manager Graham Alexander. Um, he doesn't like to talk about that, but he will be happy to talk about that gap that's been built now. Seven points to Hamilton and Kilmarnock, six to Ross County. And with Kelly and County meeting in Dingwall today, there's a real chance for Motherwell to, to open up a gap that is probably going to be insurmountable. You know, I can't imagine two of those teams below them will catch Motherwell where they to win today. Just one point needed for Livingston and David Martindale to guarantee them a place in the top six and partially ease the pain of what's been a difficult week for them. They lost that Bedfred Cup final to St Johnson on Sunday. They also lost late on to that Alfredo Morelos goal for Rangers on Wednesday night and they come to Fur Park without a win in any competition in their last five games. They haven't even won here, Gordon since an incredible 5-1 victory over Motherwell back in October 2002 and if the Dazzler can tell me the identity of the Motherwell goal scorer that day I will actually believe that he does own a season ticket for Fur Park uh, Motherwell are unchanged Liam Kelly in goal it's a back four Stephen O'Donnell Tyler McGlure Ricky Lamy and Jake Carroll who's recovered after that horrible clash of heads with Christian Doidge seven days ago midfield three Alan Campbell Robbie Crawford and Barry Maguire and the front three Jordan Roberts Tony Watt and Devante Cole on the bench it's Morrison Gallagher who stays on the bench and McGinley, Polworth, Hasty and Long Lawless, Devine and Cornelius David Martindale shaking up Livingston a wee bit it has been a stressful week for them both mentally and physically, four changes from the side that lost late on to Rangers in midweek, out go Strinkler Lawson and Poplatnik, it looks as if it's a change of system as well to a back three, it's Robbie McCrory in goal we think a back three of Jack Fitzwater John Guthrie and Aaron Taylor Sinclair across the middle, Nicky Devlin, Marvin Bartley, the Skipper Stephen Lawson and Julian Serrano with Josh Mullen and Craig Sibbald asked to support the lone frontman Matty Paplatnik on the bench Stryek, McMillan and Ambrose Longridge, Holt and Pittman Cabia, Tiffany and Forrest and the referee at Fur Park this afternoon is Colin Stephen The League Cup winners are in action today St Johnston against Hibs at McDermott Park David Friel has the teams for us Yes, Gordon, and I think in normal times this would be a homecoming party for the Betfred Cup winners, but it's certainly very quiet around McDermott Park, no scenes like Ibrox. Um, the authorities are outside just keeping a wee eye on things, but it's all very quiet. But Callum Davison's promised a celebration when the time is right. I think he wants a summer party in Perth, but for the time being, he probably quite likes the fact they can just concentrate on this faint top six bid. They really need a win today, you know, with St Myrna at Ibrox, something might give there, so St Johnson. If they could beat Hibs, would put themselves right in the, the mix for things going into the final game before the split. It's been a tough week. The cup final last weekend, they had a draw at Hamilton during the week, so he's made a few changes again. Callum Davis, I think there's four in total, and that means there's no place for the Bells Hill Cafu. Sean Rooney, oh, no way. After scorer start, last week, start performance on Monday night Super Scoreboard as well. We're disappointed exactly. to hear that. I think he is injured. I think he's, he picked up any injury against Hamilton, so he's out. Um, there's no place for him Michael Hallen comes in with Alan McCann Callum Booth and Chris Kane also in the team so St Johnson will line up the kind of usual 3-4-2-1 formations Zander Clark in goals Jason Kerr Liam Gordon Jamie McCarthy at the back Michael Hallen Ali McCann Liam Craig Callum Booth across the middle with David Wellerspoon and Guy Melamed just behind Chris Kane the subs are Parish Tanzer Conway May Brown Middleton Gilmore and Denman and Hibs, finally, Kevin Nisbet and Ryan Portis are back. Obviously, last weekend's performance against Motherwell, 
it was a shock probably for most of us, you know, but you know, Hibs maybe had me firing all, on all cylinders, even though they are in pole position for this third spot. They're still four points ahead, they still have a game in hand, but Portis and Kevin Nisbet had been out of the team basically since Hibs knocked back those bids from Birmingham and Millwall at the end of January. They had to bide their time, but Jack Ross has put them back in. He's also made four changes to his team. So Hibs will line up with the, the same sort of three four one two formation. It's Ophir Marciano in goals, Paul McGinn, Ryan Portis and Paul Hanlon. Josh Doig returns from injury as well. He's at left wing back. Alec Bogogic, Joe Newell, Jackson Irvin, Chris Cadden and Kevin Nisbet will be up front with Martin Boyle. Macy Gray begins the subs. Uh, Darren McGregor, Louis Stevenson, Mika Halberg, Scott Allen, Jamie Murphy, Dre Wright, Christian Doidge. And the referee at McDermott Park, Gordon, straight from Bargain Hunt, is David Dickinson. David Dickinson's in the man in the middle this afternoon. You... Tabloid types will have good fun with that I'm sure uh, We will bring you Ross County Kilmarnock Let's dip into the Championship We've got a Championship offering for you as well Hearts against Dundee Big game at Tynecastle Fraser Wishart's the man for the big occasion Good afternoon Gordon Here we find Hearts This huge club in the Championship And on the face of it They're sitting comfortably at the top of the table 12 points ahead of Wraith in second 15 points ahead of Dundee Today's opponents But it seems that some Hearts fans Have been a bit unhappy with the way the team Have been playing in three draws in a row and they've had to come from behind to get those draws against Queen of South and Morton, and the fans are a wee bit unhappy with the team's performance. It's been nice COVID times, maybe it's just about getting back to the Premiership. They've done it before in 14-15 season and then rebuilt, and I think that's what Hearts aim will be, get back to the Premiership and rebuild for next season. And Dundee themselves, of course, relegated the year before, 2019. And like Hearts, a big club, fans have expectations of promotion, but it's been an up-and-down season for them as well so far. Recent losses against Wraith Rovers and Queen of South, followed by a good win in midweek against Inverness Cali Thistle, but they should, or maybe must, get into the playoffs and have to aim for second place which gives them less playoff games and a chance of getting into the Premiership both teams full of international players recognised names Boyce, Mackay, Stephen and one side likes McGowan and Cummings on the other so with that, that top level experience it should be an entertaining game on paper at least but I have seen Hearts twice here this season and they've been pretty poor haven't played well they beat Inverness Cali Thistle 1-0 but weren't great and then we were well beaten by Wraith Rovers it was 3-2 in the end but Wraith were very very good on the day so they'll have to play better today to get the three points as I expect Dundee to come here and have a go there's been two changes made by Robbie Nielsen from the team at Drew with Inverness Cali Thistle last weekend Castanier and Naismith are out Castanier onto the bench Naismith completely out and in come Nanduye and Irving comes into the midfield Craig Gordon's in goals Michael Smith Mihail Popescu Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley at the back Gary Mackay Stephen Aaron Mackinoff Andy Halliday and Andrew Irving in midfield with Liam Boyce and Armand Nanduye up front the subs Ross Stewart Eddie White Peter Haring Christoph Barrett, Jamie Walker, Gervain Castanier and Liam Henderson. Not surprisingly, a good win in midweek against Cali Thistle. Unchanged for Dundee. Jack Hamilton's in goals. Back four, Christy Elliott, Lee Ashcroft, Liam Fontaine and Jordan Marshall. Across the middle, Paul McMullen, Max Anderson, Paul McGowan and Declan McDade with Danny Mullen and Jason Cummings as the two strikers. Subs for Dundee, Adam Lezekins, Cami Kerr, Malachi Fagan-Walcott, Sean Byrne, Jonathan Ofalabi, Finlay Robertson and Osmond So and the referee today at Tynecastle is Don Robertson Dave Galloway is watching Aberdeen against Hamilton Thanks Gordon Well tomorrow will be exactly one year since fans were last at Pitondry apart from a test event when Kilmarnock 
came here earlier this season. Both sides desperate for points today. Aberdeen really need a win to maintain their slender hopes of overhauling Hibs in the race for third place. But Hamilton, of course, are locked in a relegation dogfight. They may be propping up the rest of the Premiership, but confidence is high after just one defeat in five games. Everything this afternoon points towards a gritty, hard-fought clash, but with little prospect of a goals feast. A couple of changes for Aberdeen today. Callum Henry and Dylan McGeoch are in for Connor McLennan and Dean Campbell. Looks like uh, a back three today. Joe Lewis in goals at the back. Uh, Tommy Hoban, Ash Taylor and Andy Considine. Midfield, Niall McGinn, Ross McCrory, Lewis Ferguson, Dylan McGeoch and Johnny Hayes with Florian Camberry playing off Callum Hendry up front. Substitutes for the Dons, Woods, Logan, McLennan, Ross, Campbell, Vertinen, Ruth, McKenzie and Kennedy. A couple of changes also for Hamilton today. Jamie Hamilton and Nathan Thomas replace Bruce Anderson and Charlie Trafford. It's Ryan Fulton in goals at the back. Hakeem Odofin, uh, Aaron Martin, Jamie Hamilton and Brian Easton. Midfield Lee Hodgson, Scott Martin, Ross Callahan, and Scott McMahon with Nathan Thomas playing off David Moyo up front. Substitutes for Hamilton today. Gourley, Sterling, Trafford, Hughes, Stanger, Mimno, uh, Winter, Monroe and Callum Smith. And the match referee here at Pataudry today is Bobby Madden. Huge game at the bottom. 10th v 11th. Ross County against Kilmarnock. Ross County going Ross Laidlaw in goal. Carl Tremarco, Billy Mackay, Keith Watson, Alex Iacoviti, Charlie Lacken, Blair Spittle, Jordan Tilson, Jason Naismith, Cole Donaldson and Jordan White. White and Mackay up front for Ross County. As for Kilmarnock, uh, Doyle and goal back four of Millen, Broadfoot, Medley and Honstrop Power. Dicker, McKenzie, the midfield three, Pinnock and Kilty providing support to Kyle Lafferty. Massive game down at the bottom, massive games at the top and big games in the middle as well. We'll get all the guys involved and touch on some of Scottish football's biggest talking points next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson, Gordon DL, Hugh Keevans back in the building. How many weeks has it been since we saw you? Ten weeks, can you believe it? Well, I can be looking at your hair, but other than that, <laughs> it, it, it has it's gone by pretty quickly. I must have been good to have you back. You're not in our studio, um, but you're locked away somewhere and closer than you would normally be. Solitary confinement, That's I think you've got yeah, absolutely. I'm in the special unit here. Uh, we've got some <laughs> big games across the Premiership and beyond this afternoon. Of course, the focus uh, at the top of the table, Rangers against St Mirren. Technically the weekend where the league title could be wrapped up. What it takes though is for Rangers to win today and then Celtic to not do the business at Tannadice tomorrow. Then of course, Roger Hanna... If that doesn't happen, it rolls on to the small matter of those sides meeting in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, and it's a sort of bizarre spring fixture card as well, Gordon. If it doesn't finish this weekend, as you say, there's only two Premiership games next weekend. Rangers North Celtic play, so it rumbles on to, to Celtic Park two weeks tomorrow. And we're Celtic to win that game. There's then the international break, so if, if it doesn't finish this weekend, there's the potential for this to rumble on for another month before Rangers go over the line. Of course, they will get over the line, they will be champions, they will be deserving champions, but um, they may have to wait a little while for it yet, and, and that's why I think Stephen Gennard, the players and the supporters who were outside the stadium this morning will all be happy if it's finished by early afternoon, probably by about this time tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, Fraser Wishart, Stephen Gennard was 
clear yesterday trying to get that message across that he does not care when it happens just as long as it does what, what will the mindset be like I'm sure you would rather win it when you're playing but you know if you had to choose you'd rather win it when you're playing than, than to sit and wait for someone else's result tomorrow um, then of course the possibility of winning it against your rivals some fans that's right up their street other fans say oh no 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 it's all about us we don't care about them so uh, it's an interesting scenario ahead yeah I, th- I think as players in this environment as well Gordon when there's no supporters around and, they, and uh, you know, if it was to be tomorrow the players couldn't meet up even and have a few drinks and have a celebration because they're just not allowed I mean when I was at uh, Rangers 93-94 we went through to, t- to Easter Road and lost but Motherwell who were second uh, also lost and therefore we won the league and it was the quietest bus ever on the way back because nobody was happy we lost it was a poor performance and uh, it, was, it just wasn't the right way to, to win the league so I, I think as players you want to win it and I think deep down if they could choose uh, Rangers would want to, to have the opportunity to win it in a couple of weeks' time at, at Celtic Park. But in saying that, you know, whatever happens, happens. Rangers just have to win this game uh, today and, uh, and and put the pressure on on, on Celtic. You know, and, and interestingly enough, you know, if you, you do speak to Celtic supporters or friends of mine, and, and they're kind of split between thinking they, they you know do they want Rangers to win it tomorrow or do they want to, Rangers to win it at uh, or have the opportunity to win it at Celtic Park. So that would probably be the worst thing for, for Celtic supporters for it to be happen at Celtic Park but uh, as players you want to be on the field you want the final whistle to go and you want to be with your teammates when you win that league because at very least you can you can celebrate so I speak to some of the St Johnson players last weekend and they said it was just quite surreal because yeah they had a bit of celebration afterwards and they got photographs taken then they went home so from a Rangers perspective the players will want to win it while they're on the field but uh, they're going to get there and it's been an amazing season if they win it this weekend how early is this I mean nobody could have predicted it would be such an early finish to the season Mark have you had both of those scenarios have you, have you won it whilst not playing compared to no always no, on was the day no always on the day um, look I, I couldn't even compare them I think as a team where you go through so much together in a season and there's so much pressure on these guys shoulders to stop Celtic doing the 10 You want to win it on the field You want to be with your teammates You certainly don't want to be sitting at home Looking at another result coming in And then calling round and celebrating that way So there's no doubt in my mind What Rangers would Which scenario they would like to fall into Listen, Fraser says All, all they need to concentrate in winning today The the goal for Celtic in all this Has been an unbelievable failure this year but the goal for Celtic is to prolong this as long as they possibly can. That means one that Tanner That means taking Rangers' unbeaten record away from them on the 21st and prolonging this title, going to Rangers, for as many weeks as they possibly can. We all know it's going to end up there, but that's the only glimmer mm. of light that Celtic fans can have at the minute. So th- those guys are speaking from you know players' perspective, maybe for, for, for the sort of club overall, Hugh and, and Gordon, or, or for fans... You can understand people taking a step back and saying, "Well, if it's been ten years, we don't really care how it happens." Yeah, maybe you know, if you're forced me to answer, we'd rather do it in a game that we were playing. But I think it's because of the they're so comfortable, Gordon. Now, if you'd say to any Rangers supporter beginning the season, they would say, "We don't care if we win a Tuesday mm-hmm. or a Wednesday night; doesn't matter to us yeah. as long as we win it." Mm-hmm. But it's because they can now probably pick and choose. Now, from a selfish point of view. And I do think, honestly, I think Rangers and Celtic will win this weekend and I think we'll have a terrific mm. build-up to Celtic Park. I mean, Hugh, let's not forget the scheduling now as well. Roger Hanna's pointing out the next league game after Celtic uh-huh. Park is not until April the 10th. Yeah. So, you know, 
If they both win this weekend And then Rangers can't finish the job off Against Celtic next week They, they, they won't win it for, an, for over a month oh. When all is said and done No one will care It will still be a title And they will love it when the day comes But, but given that you're so close You want to just try and, and take care of it don't you? There's a fascinating thing going on here Here we have Steven Gerrard Istanbul Champions League Three down AC Milan This man has been to the mountain top He knows what football from the very highest level looks like So he wants it won tomorrow afternoon by 2 o'clock Celtic to drop points at Tannadice It doesn't matter to Steven Gerrard About going and winning at Celtic Park Then you have On the other side of the coin You have a professional mindset Steven Gerrard You have a cultural fans mindset They want it to be won at Celtic Park so that they can rub it in Not all to be fair Remember no. we had the gentleman last night Who said couldn't care less Sorry yep. about us Just, just get, it, get it won But the majority The majority want it won at Celtic Park To rub it in That is the nature of rivalry At its most primitive level The Celtic fans would feel the same way If the boot was on the other foot So this is what we're dealing with I think it's possible It could be decided tomorrow At Tannadice Celtic are too unpredictable to say Without a doubt that they will win that match I don't think that's possible from this distance So I think it's a possibility It could be won tomorrow And I also think if that's not the case Rangers are better than Celtic And will win at Celtic Park on the 21st uh, David Friel I think this is the first time we've had the pleasure of your company Since you broke the story that Neil Lennon was Was leaving um, Celtic after many months of speculation That job is now in the hands of John Kennedy And he's speaking yesterday about you know The, the sort of delaying Rangers title party or, or whatever Not really at the forefront of of their minds what, what, will, what is the Celtic mindset then? I'm sure some fans have certainly thought about it I think it's just You know As you said there Celtic have been so unpredictable I think it's just winning As many games as they possibly can consistently So And, and if Celtic do that It will delay Rangers title but I don't think Celtic can afford to really look across the city and say oh this and that I, I don't think Celtic have been good enough this season to do that you know you need to just go to Tannadice and win the game and that's not a foregone conclusion at all because Celtic have been flaky and you still look at them you know I was at the game against Aberdeen last weekend and great for probably 45 minutes to an hour then after that you know hanging on at the end and under real pressure so you know, I think the mindset is just to try and get a run of games together you know the Scottish Cup's going to be very big for Celtic John Kennedy spoke at length about that yesterday as well it gives Celtic a, a motivation and incentive towards the end of the season but simple as just win as many games as they possibly can Mark Wilson having been in that that dressing room and I, I, I understand where John Kennedy's coming from and teams will always make those noises about no, you know, we focus on ourselves and, and we don't mention that sort of thing. Does that sort of thing get mentioned? A hundred percent, Gordon. Now I understand the role of managers in, in terms of the media and they try to give very little away and keep as much behind closed doors as they can. I'll be very surprised if it's not been mentioned. So that sort of stuff was mentioned yeah, in your 100%, time. Hundred yeah. percent. You know, don't give the the other side any encouragement. Don't hand them anything. You know, make them win it. And if they're going to win it, make them come to Celtic Park and and, and beat us. I'll be surprised if that sort of stuff hasn't been mentioned this week. Because listen, Celtic have have been so poor this season uh, away from home and at home, but unpredictable, like Hugh says. What they can't afford is another one of those unpredictable performances at Tannadice where they slip up and meekly, again, surrender the title to Rangers. They've surrendered it overall in the season, but to hand them it, it would be rubbing salt in the wound. So to not mention it, I'd be I'd be very surprised uh, if it hasn't been brought up somewhere along the line. Gordon, if you were asking me to prioritise 
And I don't speak for the Celtic supporters as they always remind me. However, if you ask me to prioritise, I don't think the Scottish Cup's a big deal for the Celtic fans. It's the equivalent of losing a £20 note and finding a pound coin, if you ask me, given what's taking place this season. But I do think if they were to beat Rangers twice between now and the end of the season, it would look good on John Kennedy's record, bigger than... A win in the Scottish Cup, I would suggest. Does anyone out there at the grounds disagree with that? We obviously got the news this week, which maybe surprised some people that the the Scottish Cup was returning. We've now got dates for it. How much of a priority will that be? Yeah, you know, I would disagree with uh, Hugh to an extent. Where if you've not won a trophy, and Celtic have won so many in recent years, then then they will want to end the season with a with a trophy. And, and John Kennedy in in particular. And uh, you know, in terms of the league, they, of course, they want to beat Rangers and they want to have in history that the, the gap wasn't 18 points or 20 points at the end of the season it was 10 or it was 11 because you look back in history and nobody knows the story of the season or that's easily forgotten but no I, I think uh, I would disagree with you I think when you've had a poor season mm. knocked out of the cup by Ross County way behind the league that the cup takes on a, a different priority I think just to, to win that to, to win that trophy and get one trophy in the bag during the season it's also, Gordon, 11 years since Celtic went a season without any silverware. They will not want that. Um, and at the end of a season that was supposed to bring them 10 in a row, was supposed to bring them perhaps a quintuple treble, if that's such a thing. And it was supposed to be, you know, a, a glorious farewell for Peter Lawwell, Neil Lennon, maybe Scott Brown, maybe, maybe even John Kennedy. So if John Kennedy is to have any chance of getting this job on a permanent basis... If Celtic are to have any chance to avoid the ignominy of finishing for the first time in 11 years without any silverware, the Scottish Club Cup is hugely important to the club. David, you going along with that? Yeah, I think also, you know, the tribal nature of Glasgow. If Celtic win the Scottish Cup, it means Rangers don't. So, you know, if, if Celtic fans are probably finding it quite hard to, to see the scenes at Ibrox and Rangers are about to to celebrate a title win and maybe win it at Celtic Park. Can you imagine if Rangers are about to win a double at the middle of May now? I, I mean, I, think, I generally think it's huge. And I, listening to John Kennedy yesterday, I, I truly believed him. You also look at it, you know, there'll be players leaving, Odson Edward, Christopher Iyer, probably going to go this summer. They'll want to bow out in, on, on a high at the very least. And will Scott Brown be staying, staying on next season? Will he retire? You know, I think he's given so, so much great service to Celtic. He would want to bow out of the trophy if, if he is going to retire as well. Just before we go, Roger, obviously social media and I'm imagining your newspaper tomorrow awash with pictures of fans gathering outside Ibrox today. What do you make of that? Listen, I think it was inevitable. I think when Stephen Gerrard was speaking yesterday and asking for calm, asking for caution, asking for no fireworks to be raining down in the pitch during the game, I, I think Stephen Gerrard knew the reality of it was that the supporters were going to gather. Um, it's been a long, long time since Rangers supporters have had anything meaningful to celebrate, as you said. So um, there was an inevitability about it. Um, it is unfortunate. It is in breach of lockdown regulations. Um, I believe there will be more scenes like this um, in the coming days and weeks, however long it takes for Rangers to actually finish off getting the title. But um, while it is a breach of lockdown laws, I, I think it all needs to be put into context. It looked as if it was reasonably peaceful, if you like, outside Ibrox. Um, so uh, one for the authorities to handle it. And I'll be interested to hear what Stephen Gerrard says about it at the final whistle as well today. Yeah, perhaps inevitable, Fraser. The only thing, that that's all with a football hat on, isn't it? If you're someone out there who, who doesn't feel those emotions, doesn't feel that tribalism and you know can't even go and see your family and haven't seen loved ones and haven't met anyone over the last year and are struggling and have maybe lost people, then th- those scenes... 
that, that phrase of, Oh well you know It's inevitable It's, it's football that, I'm sure that won't Bring you much comfort No I know And, and I think uh, To echo what you were saying earlier You know it can, be, it can be both wrong And understandable You know um, But they shouldn't be there And if they are still there Hopefully they'll disperse and, and, and go home Because we're still Hoping that we can Maybe get crowds at the Euros We can open We can go and see our loved ones In, in, in coming in coming weeks But some of the scenes Are incredible You've seen on, online And uh, of the, the video footage, we, we've had this before. We've had people demonstrating in city centres, etc. And uh, it should be happening. So hopefully they'll be able to disperse and go home soon and celebrate with their own families. If it's on Zoom or in a house or whatever else, they, they can celebrate when, when Rangers win the league then. We do have massive games on the pitch today and we are going to go back around the grounds next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Rangers v St Mirren is the big game in this part of the world today But we've got other huge games around the country At various points of the table Down at the bottom A game we didn't get the chance to look at in too much detail Earlier on is Ross County against Kilmarnock Roger Hanna, just sum up how big that one is Well it's absolutely huge um, I think St Johnson did their old manager Tommy Wright a major favour on Wednesday night with that late equaliser at Hamilton. Otherwise, Kilmarnock would be taking the longest journey in the Premiership today up to the Dingwall bottom of the table. Um, they did look better last week against Dundee United. They might well have won the game. They had a goal controversially disallowed. They saw Kyle Lafferty hit the bar as well. He's definitely given them an extra presence up top. But um, you don't need anyone to remind you, Gordon, of, of how Ross County can be up there, how awkward they can be. Beat Celtic last time out, I think, at home. So John Hughes will try and rally them today. And it's one of what is going to be a series of games, both before the split and after the split, that are going to be the real stereotypical relegation six-pointers. I think it's Motherwell Kilmarnock next week or the week after. And then they all, they all, of course, play each other after the split. So I think Tommy Wright might well take a point up at Dingwall, come back down the road, regroup, and just see where he is. You cannot feel sorry for yourself. As you say, you need to find that that tool, you know, it makes you, it drives you forward and don't let anything get in, stand in your way. I think I've got that in the boys. And that's why when the decisions go against them, you feel there's a real injustice and you feel for them because they're an honest, honest bunch of boys. I think it'll be a very close game and it's always fine margins. Uh, and I'm just delighted that we've given ourselves a chance to be in these kind of games, still fighting for our survival in the SPL. That's all credit to the boys. Yeah, Kelly, the lowest away scorers in the league. They're on a really tough run at the moment, albeit did get back to at least picking up one point last time out. Here's Tommy Wright. Yeah, I mean, that's why they're at the, you know, the wrong end of the table like us. I mean, they've had bad runs. Obviously, change of manager, John's come in, got a bit of a bounce, great result against Celtic then. They would expect maybe to go and get something at St Mirren and they don't. So it, it's it's tight. It's uh, There's not a lot between the teams and... Um, Sometimes it can be a, a decision or a mistake that can make all the difference. Speaking of big games, Fraser Wisher, you're watching Hearts Dundee in the Championship. How big, though, is this afternoon for Derek McInnes? Aberdeen against Hamilton. The Dons find themselves four points behind Hibs. They've already played a game more. They've only got one win in the last eight. How big is this for him? With no disrespect to Hamilton, although they surprise everyone, uh, this would go down as, as a kind of must-win fixture in the eyes of those Aberdeen fans, I'm sure. 
Yeah, I mean, I, th I think just hinted at it there. I was thinking that if, if it's uh, somebody else at home, then you might get away with it. another defeat. But uh, Hamilton Ackies or a team at the bottom of the table, you lose to them at home, the, the pressure the pressure just builds. And, and I, I have to say, you know, I, th I think Derek's harsh to treated sometimes by the Aberdeen supporters. You know, they, they've had a lot to go through this season, a lot of long-term injuries. And over the piece, he's been a, a fantastic manager for for Aberdeen. Sometimes you're just there too long and supporters just want change for change's sake. But uh, if they were to lose today and Hibs were to get, uh, get a win and go further in front, then uh, I think the pressure might, might just build because it's, it's a Hamilton Aki. We, we all know, we've seen it in football, there's one result that can just cause you real problems and uh, I don't know what his relationship's like with, with Dave Cormack, but certainly when Stuart Milne was here, Stuart Milne was 100% behind, behind Derek, but uh, in football strange things can happen and uh, I think Derek was talking as well he's conscious that, that Hamilton's have that in them, they've always had it in them because they're, 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 the players they sign are good pros, are fighters, and they can just pull out uh, a result that you don't expect from somewhere. But uh, I do think Aberdeen will win it, but it's maybe just the, the, the style as well. When they do win, it seems to be by the odd goal at the moment. So Derek will be hoping for a, a couple of goals at the very least. You're absolutely right. If you're a neutral and you want goal fests, Aberdeen don't tend to be your team at the moment. Seven goals across the last eight Aberdeen matches. So for either side, seven goals. Uh, in total So um, narrow games They tend to be at the moment Let's hear from the managers Shall we Derek McInnes first well, Whatever we have to do We have to do it well We have to Show that competitive side In parts of the game That's a given for our team You know I don't think We've ever been Fell short of that Too often In my time here We're always uh, Ready for that And uh, But what I Do want us to, to To do is To try and show Take a lot of the Saturday's performance In Celtic Park That Playing that bravery in possession, that bravery to, to go and win tackles and and uh, put ourselves forward and get and put balls in the box and ask the question of the team and all we're looking for now is a wee bit more at the top end of the pitch. But we need to be competitive regardless who we're playing, regardless if it's Hamilton or Celtic. Brian Rice going up there hoping to get something this afternoon. They're doing it for each other, you know. They're all helping one another out, and I have to make changes. Whoever comes in or whoever goes out, they just take it on the chin and they go on with it. I mean, the spirit they showed against Hibs with 10 men for 78 minutes was incredible. Absolutely incredible. And the disappointment I saw on their face at the end, you know, gave me a good feeling that, you know, they want this badly. And I think you can see that in the performances. So I'm proud as a bunch of the boys. What we've been through this season, and to be where we are right now, I'm really, really proud of the lads because I know they'll go right to the end. They'll go right to the wire for this club. I'm just disappointed the Bells Hill Cafu is missing David Friel from St Johnston against Hibs uh, Mark Wilson you were just asking me the story on Monday night yeah. that I, I, That's the only way I can describe it is, is He phoned us Now normally if it's players or guests that we're getting on We arrange it and we call them yeah. but, but he, he phoned us I mean, I, I, That's he, brilliant uh, Yeah Hugh had mentioned something about him on Twitter And at 5-6 to six, I could see the phone ringing I could see the producer typing in the description of the call And it said Sean Rooney I'm thinking Surely not. It's not not that one. And that the producer was making the point, like, see, like seriously, are you are you the guy that scored yesterday? And he was going, aye, aye, yeah. Hugh Keevans told me. To, Hugh Keevans said to phone in, and we didn't believe him. We didn't believe him for That's ages. Great. We miss characters and, uh, like that. Reverse the charges right now. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Have you ever phoned in a, after one and of your fantastic goals ten years ago? No, no, no. Yeah, David Friel. Anyway, he's missing uh, today, and like you said earlier, there's a, it's a very slim chance of top six for St. Johnson, isn't it? You're very slim, um, but you, you need to keep going because 
everybody expects Rangers to win today, so you never know, they could take it to the final day before the, the split fixtures. But yeah, I'm, likewise, I'm gutted Sean Rennie's not playing because he's clearly a big character. You know, you saw his interviews after the game, he phoned the show. I think we saw the social media post on Sunday night after Callum Davison and said that everybody was going to take it easy of Sean Rennie with a pint in his hand. So, you know, I think he's a big character. He's also a very good player, and St Johnson will miss him today. But, you know, Hibs, a lot of pressure on Hibs as well. I know they've got a bit of a, a, a cushion over Aberdeen, but they need to get back to form. They've not been playing very good, so been an interesting one. Uh, Roger Hanna, finally from you, Motherwell up against Livingston this afternoon. I hope Graham Alexander behaves himself. I can't be doing with another one of those interviews, and you, uh, perhaps, um, being at the brunt of it. My... Boring start for the week um, Yesterday morning Decided to have a wee look Over the last 10 seasons Roger the last an, an average over the last 10 seasons It's just over 35 points Which guarantees you 10th place Motherwell are in 32 today um, So you don't need me To do the arithmetic for you And know that a win today Should Be there or thereabouts In terms of not getting dragged in I would completely agree with that, Gordon, particularly as we said earlier on, because Ross County and Kelly are facing off against each other, they'll play against each other after the split, they'll both play against Hamilton Hackies after the split, so it's difficult to envisage two of the three teams below Motherwell getting past Motherwell if Motherwell were to win today and get to 35 points. Um, terrific performance seven days ago against the Berlian. Um it was as good as it was surprising to go there against a, a team who had you know, were third in the league, our third in the league, had won four consecutive games, had been playing well, but Motherwell got there, they got in their faces, and every department of the team played well, Gordon. You know, the two centre-backs, young Tyler McGlore on loan from Blackburn, in with Ricky Lamy at the back, um, even when Jake Carroll went off on that head knock, you look at the midfield three, there were Tigers, Campbell, Crawford, Maguire, they were in the face of the Hibs players all the time, and then when it got to the sharp end, you'll have seen the goals a few times, a terrific ball by Tony Watt, to release Jordan Roberts for the first goal and then Roberts linking with Devante Cole for, for the second goal and I think there had been a bit of criticism of Graham Alexander prior to that for, for sticking with the three up front but it certainly paid dividends for him in Edinburgh last week and he'll be looking for the same again today Kick off fast approaching we'll go back to Ibrooks next The fastest goals the expert opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers could be champions by this time tomorrow But a few things have to happen first And they certainly need to beat St Mirren today Alison Conroy has got a final recap of the teams Yeah, the teams have just come out the tunnel here at Ibrox Of course, I, Rangers knowing that a victory today Will put them on the brink of that Premiership title For Rangers, Alan McGregor is in goal A back four of Nathan Patterson, Connor Goldson Philip Holander and Borna Barisic Midfield three, Glenn Kamara, Stephen Davis And Yanis uh, Hadji with Ryan Krent And Joe Aribo supporting Alfredo Morelos up top on the bench, McLaughlin, Bassey, Simpson, Defoe, Itton, Wright, Stewart, Balligan and Arfield. For St Mirren this afternoon, Jack Annex in goal, a back three of Connor McCarthy, Joe Shocknessy and Ryan Fraser. In the midfield four, Richard Tate, Ethan Erehon, Jake Doyle, Hayes and Ilke Dermis with Dylan Conley and Jamie McGrath behind the lone striker of Colin Quainar. On the bench for St Mirren, Flynn, Obika, McAllister, McPherson, Reid, Erwin, Linus, Henderson and Jameson. And your referee for this one at Ibrox is Stephen McLean. With Top Scaffolding For the top team in scaffolding Visit topscaffolding.co.uk Design, quote, deliver Oh, how I've missed this Hugh Keevans How ah. is the Hugh Keevans Aka looking on a Saturday afternoon? Are you still as hopeless as ever at the predictions? Well, today's flawless forecasts are as follows Rangers to win at home to St Mirren 
Aberdeen had better win against Hamilton or questions are going to be asked shortly. And I think they will just. Motherwell and Livingston, a draw for me and a wee win for Hibbs in Perth. Ross County against Kilmarnock Biggest battle in the Highlands Since Mel Gibson painted his face <laughs> That's going to be a draw And for me Hearts just against Dundee <laughs> Yeah I like that for you Rangers will win today Take that step closer to the title Aberdeen will beat Hamlin Gordon I'm going for Motherwell To beat Livingston After the run mm. Livy's been on recently I think Motherwell will fancy their chances Hibs will beat St Johnson Away from home Their team's too strong I'm going to go for Kilmarnock To beat Ross County In the Highlands Ooh. Reading Tommy Wright's start Yeah That he went there Seven years with St Johnson Yet to lose a game there I think he'll have enough To, to go over the line today Great And I'll go for Hearts Great start Gordon Deal uh, Not too far away from uh, Most of the guys Rangers obviously at the start um, I think Aberdeen Narrowly against Hamilton I think that Motherwell and Livingston Home record's been poor Gordon A draw That'll be enough for us I'll take that I fancy St Johnston and Hibbs Draw I fancy Ross County And I fancy Hearts Okay Right sit back and enjoy The open line will be here later of course So whatever today's football throws up You'll have the chance to react immediately At 5 o'clock on the phones Hugh I must warn you That mm. in your absence I feel like I feel like the tone changed Okay because I can only control them so much and, and you at times help out But you weren't here You left me For, for health and safety reasons Which is fine mm. And I feel like The, the nonsense level had Cranked up week on yeah, week yeah. And I know that you're back But I now think we're too far gone And I don't think you'll be able to save these two So I think you're just going to have to bear it Well I'm, I'm banning all talk of Mark Wilson And the takeaway menu That's off, oh, the, that's off the menu uh, and the, the Dazzler tells me he has an injury But he's yet to explain <laughs> what it is uh, So I'll find out about that During a commercial break But I'll, I'll try to help you out Gordon In, in keeping them uh, under control Let me assure you There is no chance That the details of that injury Are oh. getting disclosed on this show Believe me I like stretching the boundaries As much as the next guy And we have had a lot of fun In the last few weeks yeah. And uh, we've had a lot of laughs And maybe some things That would get the boss A little bit nervous Not a chance Is he getting to divulge The details of that that's, injury On this show all That's all why I, all I promise I'll you All I'll say in this subject Is it's No I've just, turned your, I've just turned your mic off <laughs> I've turned your mic right off there is, That's honestly, why we, we no, will speak in private Absolutely we'll, not Okay that, that cannot happen so, I'll put your mic back on Can you be trusted? I can certainly right. be trusted okay. I wasn't going to say anything The though. most relieved man though In Scottish football Hugh that you're back Is Mark Wilson Because he no longer Has to stumble ah, through The yes. teaser every week Here we go The first half teaser With Sunday Scottish Sun Free goals pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column There are five Frenchmen Who have played in the Scottish top flight Since 2004 Who have also received at least one cap For the French national team Who are they? There are five Frenchmen Who've played in the Scottish top flight since 2004 They've also won at least one cap for the French national team Now sadly, I'll give you a hint right away Sadly, Jérémy Aliadier <laughs> is not one of them So no Jérémy Aliadier But there are five other Frenchmen Top flight Scottish football With at least one cap for <laughs> Les Bleus 
Do you know what I love about this? Gordon Deal is nodding away with a ma- like a real confident look in his face. I've seen the answers. There is no yeah. way. There is no way you're as confident about this as, or you should be as confident about this as you think you are. I think I've got one. Already. Did you read his lips when he whispered that in my ear? He's definitely no one. <laughs> what did yeah, he say? He Hold on. Is it, well, is it on the list? Because we don't want. It. Obviously not. I would imagine. What did is he say? Tarchyville. <laughs> no. Where'd you call him? Even French. Was he? No. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Was Jean Claude Darchyville. Yeah. Has yeah. he not won you? No. Oh well, no, I'm was he not capped? <laughs> I thought he was capped for, for someone else. else. Yeah. But he's French. Yeah, he's French Guyana. He was capped for French Guyana. So yeah, he Can did I... play for the, fr- the French under twenty ones team. So. Uh, not not as ridiculous as he's Thank you very he, much he's, oh. he's very hard on you isn't he He's trying to <laughs> Trying to wind you up Right okay So we're up and running with the teaser We've got the games You can stay in touch all afternoon On Twitter at Clyde SSB That's what you need to do To answer this teaser You need to get those five Frenchmen Who've played in the Scottish top flight Since 04 And received at least one cap For the national team Five names Onto Twitter at Clyde SSB And you need to do it quicker Than everyone else That is the key It's a race So don't hang around Get your answers in And we'll try and crown a winner of the first half teaser a bit later on. Anything doing from Ibrooks early? Uh, No, just a long ball there, Morelos, but the goalkeeper comes out and picks it up, Gordon. Um, I'll be a cagey start. St. Man will go there with a game plan. I know Jim Goodwin's coming out and saying, look, we're not going to part the bus, we're not going to put everybody behind the ball, but you've got to get the ball first and foremost. And Rangers Mm. tend to dominate possession at Ibrooks, so... The first goal's got to be so important, and men just want to keep themselves in the game. But a wee injury there to the goalkeeper, is it? Yeah. Jack Anik back at his yeah. uh, his old hmm. club. But when you're saying there about Jim says he wouldn't go there and park the bus, he, he said similar when he went to Celtic Park, and he, he was good to his word. He went there, I know it's a, against a totally different team in different form, but he went there and he took the game to Celtic. They were particularly impressive in the first what, 20, 25 minutes where they created some chances, scored some decent goals, albeit poor defending from Celtic. But they took the game to Celtic and they got their rewards. So he'll go into this with every confidence that, you know, his players, when they play at the top of their game, can give, you know, the top teams in this division a game. Mark, um, Rangers are a different side, obviously, Hugh. I do think if St Mirren finished top six, it's like a trophy win for Jim Goodwin. Oh, Given yeah, the way yeah. the, the season started for them, they had their COVID-19 problems, all sorts going on at St Mirren. Uh, but if they finish top six, it has been a remarkable season for Jim Goodwin and also for Tony Fitzpatrick, who said they would finish top six, and everybody laughed. Uh, there's an early couple of chances for Motherwell, Roberts and O'Donnell pulling off saves, um, drawing saves from Robbie McCrory, I should say. And that game, Hugh, kicked off with a, a minute's applause for Ian St. John. Yeah, well, I knew the Saint, uh, you know, back a long way. I remember him when I remember him playing for Motherwell when I was a kid. Uh, I remember interviewing him many times when he was Motherwell manager. You always got a straight answer to every question from Ian St. John. Terrific guy. Tremendous centre forward uh, Played in an era that was so good That he hardly got any caps for Scotland Compared to the, the way they are now uh, And just a top class man So uh, sad passing at the age of 82 uh, It's been a difficult time For uh, men of my generation So many of them now starting mm. to go Yep, yeah, minutes applause there at Fir Park uh, Just showing a bit of a sign of respect to Ian St John No goals in that one, no goals anywhere yet Rangers, St Mirren, Motherwell, Livy, St Johnston, Hibbs We've got Hamilton up there at Pataudry and Ross County Kilmarnock Hearts Dundee is our featured championship match as well 
and there's nothing doing there. Gino, just on the, the subject of trivia, right? Because we've got the, the teaser up and running. Mm. Um, and this just shows you how misplaced his confidence is. When you read the question, Hugh, DL was giving it yep, yeah. mm-hmm, a knowing nod as if, yep, yeah. no problem. Roger, the Encyclopedia Hannah, can only get one. Oh, well, now, he usually goes straight in with the ball. I, so. I have to be brutally honest. There's one guy among the five that I just don't remember at all. I don't remember being in Scotland we've got, at all. We've got the six. Me and Wilson. <laughs> six out of the five. <laughs> oh, is it five? Right, we've been <laughs> that good. He's got six. He's got an extra one. Well, 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 you know there's always I was going to say, to be fair, if you've heard the teaser before, there is every chance that there is more if, than if five. If Gordon DL has got six, I guarantee three of them are Spaniards. Yeah, there's absolutely no chance. Um, Hugh, an, an old pal of yours, an unlikely pal, I must say. Yeah. Um, Dom Thomas. Oh, now, Dom, young Dom. Yeah. Um, he he's been in touch. He's got a couple actually. Um, yeah, he's he's got he's got one of the really difficult ones and one of the more obvious ones. What's the story there? An old pal. Is that? Did oh, you yeah, slaughter someone? No, Dom Thomas. Is that the boy who played at Motherwell. Yeah. Started at Motherwell. Yeah. Marlock now at Dunfermline, yeah, who of course player. have got their, their oh, yeah, COVID right, okay. uh, problems at the moment and not playing. Yeah. He listens regular to the show, likes taking part. And, and one night years ago, I think it was ahead of the Youth Cup final, Motherwell were in, and we either did we get him in or got him on the phone or something. Got him on the phone, yeah. And, uh, he, 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 I think his cheeky sense of humour appealed to old Shug. Yeah, yeah. You see, I, 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 I attract the cheeky boys. Dom Thomas, <laughs> the Bells Hill Cafu. Uh, you know, <laughs> when I said on Twitter on Sunday night, get him to phone in. Even I did not think that Sean Rooney would be on the phone at five minutes to six on Monday. It but was so weird. It was weird. It was brilliant, but it was just weird. I, because... He, do you know what, right? He, he wasn't even doing a good job of convincing producer Chris that he was himself. I mean, how, how, can, how, can, you, how can you feel at that? But like, what tickled me most was when you said to Xander Clark, the St. Johnston goalkeeper, stay on the line to verify that this is Sean Rooney, the, the only man in history to have scored a goal that won a cup on the Sunday who was then asked for verification of his identity 24 hours later on Super Scoreboard. That's great. I mean, you know what I like about that? Because players are... You don't really get access to players nowadays because they have to go through the media officer. Well, well that's what I was going to say. T- to be fair, right, we, we got Xander Clark on and we double-checked it with the club. Uh, we did not double-check Sean Rooney because he phoned <laughs> us, so I haven't yeah. had any complaints yet. If you're listening, good people of St. Johnson, I'm sorry, it wasn't my fault. Do you um, know what? Out of that cup final, great stories. Uh, Sean Rooney being one. Uh, Liam Craig, I felt... So good for him uh, That after all he's been through in his career He gets the cup winner's medal At, at the, the end of his career And Callum Davidson I've always liked Callum uh, As a player And uh, as a person And uh, you know There he is Less than 40 games As manager of St Johnston And he's won a major trophy Some great lines from Sean Rooney as well He says he's been dreaming of this moment Since he was down the park With his pals playing cuppy doubles which, I, which I which I then took to Twitter because obviously if yeah. you're from if you're from Bells Hill or from Motherwell yeah. from my part of the world and from others round about it is copy doubles and no other name will do trust me lots of people disagreed with that on Twitter yeah. I was getting all sorts of suggestions thrown back about worldy dubs and Wembley this that and the next thing is copy doubles to me um, 
what was the I think it was the same version. No, I wasn't in Cumbernauld. I was Bailson, yeah, yeah. Broomhouse, uh, upper class area. But I was, uh, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was World Cup, yeah, World Cup ease, Cup no, 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 hold on, no, 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 but I feel like we probably just dropped the world because we didn't need it. That's Do you lazy. know what I mean? Like, world copies. Right, okay. Lazy vocab. To go, I don't I mean, Hugh. What, <laughs> what, what <laughs> was it be, called back to, in your day? To, to be perfectly honest, <laughs> the I, I, I heard that uh, Sean say it. I still don't know what it means. Well, that copy doubles would be, you know, Gordon DL goes in goals. So you pair up with Mark Wilson. I'll pair up with Alex Ray. Roger Hanna pairs up with Fraser Wisher. You're, you're in doubles. And then there's one dafty in goals who stands there all day and. You can play in your twos and, and try and score into the well, goal Well waiting for you guys to score I would be in goals all day Let me say <laughs> the, 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 That game not been invented yet No I don't remember okay. Billy Conley and me playing that in Partick <laughs> He's name dropping now Look at him See, I, I, Who invents that then? Who comes up with that in the park? Don't know A so genius I was, I, I, An absolute I used to genius. love it Gordon It was brilliant Long, shoot, your, long had, shoot he was the best You had your rounds though With copy doubles or world mm. copies So if you scored I You went through the next round, round and, and watched the the rubbish players mm-hmm. battle out to, to face in I the mean, final. Obviously, the, sing, the singles version was available if, if if you had an odd number. If that was more desirable, because then then the re- that was real tactical. Because then you could maybe get the you know the, the one kid that wasn't that good, maybe mm. a little bit overweight. He could just hang around, just see what scraps yeah. he could pick up, just <laughs> yeah. just yeah, score, you know, just <laughs> Toby Wilson. <laughs> get get me Toby Wilson a goal. <laughs> just tuck them away, steal yeah. the glory. Um, our both have taken the lead against Queen of the South Queen of the South one of the inform um, teams in the league of course but Bobby Lynn has scored what could be a big goal for our both and we've got a goal at Ibrox Goal Flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs and it's Rangers 1 St Mirren nil. that title win is edging ever closer and this time it's thanks to Ryan Kent found a bit of space outside the box made no mistake firing it past ex-Rangers goalkeeper Jack Anik and Rangers are doing their bit so far 13 minutes gone Rangers 1 St Mirren nil. well it had to be about Rangers efficiency today they had to get rid of all the the talk of title wins and when it might happen and just go out and do their jobs and to score after 12, 13 minutes of the game uh, and to, to score such a good goal from Ryan Kent, it's a belter. Yeah. Uh, and Jack Arnick is a very, very good goalkeeper. Rangers know that because he used to play for them. But that's a belter of a goal from Ryan Kent. Uh, and in the uh, director's box, Stephen Gerrard, very happy with that. So you can only do your own job and they have started to do their own job properly. I know Mark was saying about, you know, Jim Goodwin will go and have a go, but you've got to get the ball, Gordon. When you get the ball, you can't give away cheaply yeah. like that. That's it's a great the, finish, though. It's a terrific finish. He's turned, he takes it there. Funny enough, Mark and I were watching a passing drill, we were doing a little bit like that, give the ball, there was a turn, and he's had a, he's had a terrific strike. Goalkeeper hardly moved, no chance. Great on, finish. On the pot. Oh, we've got another goal in the Premiership as well. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. He's having a good week, Hugh. Liam Craig, no Sean oh. Rooney today, but the other man who got your attention last week, Liam Craig, 25 yards out, fires it into the back of the net, and it's St Johnston 1, Hibs 0. So those faint top six hopes are still alive because St Mirren are losing and St Johnston are winning there in Perth. Back to yeah. Ryan Kent, first mark. 
from a Rangers perspective Oh right I love it when this happens I don't care if I don't get to finish a sentence all afternoon Goal Flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs and now it's really on Rangers 2 St Mirren nil, and it's Alfredo Morelos this one from a tight angle he's been in great goal scoring form recently it's his fourth against St Mirren this season uh, he went into today scoring in his last three games that's four in a row this one from a tight angle and it's Rangers 2 St Mirren nil. Mark you hadn't even had time to no. comment on the first I mean, what about Morelos just go what do you think <laughs> <laughs> well let me get to Kent first First and foremost It's a terrific goal I mean Kent's came in for some criticism um, From ourselves and from Rangers fans this year Not living up to the billing But a terrific goal He checks and he puts it into the bottom corner Morelos his finish is, is equally as good He's going away from he's going away from goal And he manages to put it back across the goalkeeper to, you know, I, I said Gordon at the start of the show The importance to Rangers today To get off to a flyer to get things over the line Early doors To make them Enjoy the game Rather than it become A burden Matt, to get over the line <coughs> Is so important And I'm, they're flying Sorry I, I do agree that Morelis is a terrific run He loves playing against St Mern But If you're the St Mern goalkeeper you got to save that man Think so? Oh, all day long I, uh, listen, I think I'm you're being unfair on Morelos are, I think that's a terrific so, finish You're so anti-goalkeepers no, You do this all I don't the time I don't want to take anything away from Morelos right? Because it's a great run It's a good pass Look at the angle he's at He doesn't put a lot of power in it I think that's what makes it better I th- It is inside the post by an inch Well, I have to say we've got a score draw here Because I'm with the Dazzler in this one oh, I, I, thought that, I thought that Jack Annick could have uh, done better there So 2-4, two, 2 against But the bottom line is It's turning very, very messy for St Mirren Now they could be on the, the receiving end of a hiding Unless they're careful Gordon Dale, you're on to something oh, I think there is six on this oh, teaser yeah, <laughs> I told you uh, David will have to amend the tweet I think, do we do this every week deliberately? It's starting to feel that way And it's your old pal Hugh, it's Dom Thomas He has identified one that straight away when he sent me it I thought that should be on the list Oh, Because mm. it's um, people maybe forget that he played up here And only had one Oh, well, and he only had one cap for France in, in So o- I think in, we'll need to add him to the list In honour of Dom We will now give him his French title Dominique Thomas Absolutely right <laughs> So there's, there is another one There is six We'll need to amend that tweet Or maybe we'll just give the, the listeners that one for free I don't know So we've got goals raining in Rangers 2-0 up St Johnston 1-up Against Hibs And um, Yeah so It could get messy I, yeah. I, You know I, I fear for uh, Jim Goodwin's team Because Rangers are clearly enjoying themselves The pressure has just gone now It's evaporated There is no Mm. pressure They're two up They're playing well It could get messy It's that age old debate Mark Wilson About uh, how you approach it And how much you you need to take Rangers or, or Celtic When they're flying their strengths into account I go back to a conversation we've had so many times Loads of calls the other night Hated Livingston style of play the other night It was so long ball Previously when Muddle went to Ibrox It's anti-football Why did they not play any passes Well done to the teams that, that come and try and play St Mirren have the ball on the edge of their box For the first They try and play an intricate pass into midfield Intercepted <laughs> Kent goal You put that up the line You are not conceding Yes that might not work all afternoon But inside the first 15 minutes Is there a, is there a case to, to answer there? Yeah I- I think Jim would have wanted to come and have a real go But I don't think he would have encouraged his team To fish little balls into the middle of the park 18 yards out and invite Rangers onto them Because the difference is When you're playing against a Rangers side With Kent and Morelos and Davis and guys like that If you give the ball away 
18, 20 yards, 25 yards from your goal. It's a realistic possibility. Ooh. I'll watch that. Oh, now that is a big goal. This could be the biggest of the lot. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. It's Ross County nil, Kilmarnock 1 and it's Kyle Lafferty. It's the man that was brought in hoping to score the goals that would fire Kilmarnock to safety and he's got what could be a crucial one in the Highlands today. Sometimes you need a manager to use his contacts properly and to have a, an awareness of what's going on. Tommy Wright goes to his fellow Northern Irishman, Kyle Lafferty, and says, get yourself up the road here. You live in uh, Glasgow, you have a family home in Glasgow. Uh, let's try and uh, kickstart your career once again. And I thought last Saturday against Dundee United, you could see the importance of Lafferty. He rattled the crossbar, he had a goal disallowed unfairly in my estimation. And now today he's got them in front and it's something for Kelly to hold on to. And, you know, eight defeats and one draw in nine matches prior to today. One point from a possible 27. That's classic relegation form. But Lafferty to the rescue. Yeah, he's certainly brought in to score goals. I thought that uh, he made an instant impact, Gordon, in his commander career when he came on second half against Aberdeen. Although they lost that game, I thought Lafferty played very well. He was he was a threat, and Kilmarnock needed that because I said I didn't know where they were going to score goals mm-hmm. from. That's what he was brought to the club. But don't write off John Hughes yet. Um, Ross County are, you know, they've got a bit of uh, character about them, especially with the manager in the dugout. So. Still a bit to go in that game Well having played under you I'd imagine he is yeah, a, He's a student of the If you're going to lose a goal Lose well, it early mantra That you've been banging on about I, For 10 years on I this show I wonder if he stole a few of my My team talks And, <laughs> and sort of a I don't know what you're laughing at here um, I thought Was I'd it in, in the Highlands You unravelled Was it against Inverness? Yeah that's when he was uh, Police escort Yeah police escort yeah. <laughs> Honestly Brazil World Cup team I could have taken up there Not one Hugh remind us of the teaser We'll do some Wrong answers Remember there are okay. More than you suggested There are Five or maybe six it is six Frenchmen who have played In the Scottish top flight Since 2004 Who have also won At least one cap For the French national team Six Frenchmen mm-hmm. Who have played In the Scottish top flight Since 2004 They've also won At least one cap For Les Bleus Chris Riordan's gone for He's got a few of them right But he's gone for Moussa Dembele nope. Which is a common Wrong answer uh, Kieran uh, Amongst others Going for Givars Ah uh, Stefan Givars Is not there You've got your time frame off Remember this is since 2004 uh, Robert Proven's also Going for Givars RJ Demon I love his style He has Put one of them In capitals And it's the one It's the sixth It's the one that we Didn't have initially So he must know I think he's seen this question uh, somehow What else have we got Oh Daniel's given it A right good go as well um, Yeah Kieran's now added The sixth um, Odson Edward Odson is not there No Not been capped yet um, Okay Yeah keep your answers Coming in Let's get the race on And see how we do On that one side Show Bob Callum Crow might just Well Callum's got all five So we'll give him The, the benefit of the doubt Since we didn't uh, Originally advertise The sixth Hegels wants to know If Charbonnier is on there Lionel Charbonnier No How good is he His French pronunciation He's top drawer Our broth too Queen of the South Nil Michael McKenna Um, So it's a good afternoon So far For for Dick Campbell's side Absolutely Alawa I think Ara goal up On uh, the team we can now call Neil McCann's Inverness Calitisville But uh, 
are both flying out the traps. Uh, oh, right. We've sparked another discussion here with the, the old copy doubles thing, right? So, oh. he, um, Martin says a slightly different version was copy secrets. What on earth is this? He says uh, <laughs> everyone picked a team from a specific country or a specific league. And if you scored a goal, you guessed a team. And if you guessed someone's team, they were out. Martin obviously comes from, That's far too intellectual for the children of Motherwell. We did not go along that line. Absolutely not. Um, Chris Miller says, Copies growing up in Clydebank. No doubles allowed. Every man for himself. Okay, fair enough. Um, and uh, Craig Wilson says, What about catchy by or over, Gordon? You had to score volleys. And if the keeper catches it, it goes wide or over the bar, the keeper gets to come out. That was either that was head, head and volleys or combi for us. Did you have an equivalent? Yeah, I remember combi. That, I think that's what we would have called that, or head and volleys. Yeah. But not, not very imaginative. Oh, I had catchy by. Yeah, I remember that. I used to love that, but I can't remember what, what the learned you know, gentlemen of Bayliston used to call that, it. That's more of a high-risk game, isn't it? Because you're thinking, right... You know, are you going for a wee safe side foot volley? But if you do that, the keeper might catch yeah. it, and then you're out. It's but a if you game. give it everything, it might go over. You lose control, and you're in, and nobody wants to be in. What's that called? And would you do the same as we would do? That what's the punishment for the guy that loses? Oh, I line the, up and ball the, off the, back yeah, side. the goal line and, yeah, and have absolutely. a strike. Yeah, that that's carried on that punishment to professional, professional yeah. football. Winner gets a Haley Hansen jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and in professional football, of course, the the standard goes up, and the chances of you hitting the guy in the yeah, line and the increases power, and in the power. So, you don't want to lose at that level. Blow for Motherwell. Tony Watt's gone off injured. He's arguably been the main creative force recently. Chris Long has come on to replace him, Gordon. Yeah, as a blow, uh, Tony's been doing very, very well. Gordon. Pass for Jordan Roberts' goal last yeah, week. Yeah, he's been terrific. I, I just, I love his attitude. He's worked rate. He's a manager's dream just now. But unfortunately, he's had to leave the pitch. But Chris Long, not bad. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can uh, bring to the table. Mm. I fancy a wee goal from him this afternoon. Well, they're now fighting about it. I mean, Kieran says this Martin guy's talking out his rear end. It's copy <laughs> doubles. If you're playing solo, it's one and a half. He says <laughs> uh, <laughs> records. Was what he would call the old combi or yeah. red. He used to call it records red as well. Backside. Time, yeah. 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 Great. Records. Great days, so yeah. That sparked it right You okay, young fine. people, really. Ricky, you, you must have been involved in something similar, no? Well, that was a pig's bladder though in his day, wasn't it? Must have been see, heavy. Imagine uh, that. Uh, in the playground, <laughs> Billy Connolly would be playing the banjo and we'd be singing D I B O R C E. It's Gordon Dale's theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. The lads down the Levy Street part used to say to me that the only reason mm. I got a game was because it was my ball. <laughs> that's a classic and that park is still there but they, they've now built houses there's one goal another goal's not I'll, there there's just you, one of them I walk by that in my, <laughs> my daily walk and I, I look and I think of the old times in there the amount of goals I used to score my way to the top <laughs> <laughs> top of division one <laughs> Oh, and I've seen a serious note I remember us having Andy McLaren on You know a couple of seasons ago And he was chatting about yep. How all these ash pitches Have been converted Into the fenced off AstroTurf And mm-hmm. kids can't get in Passing by the local AstroTurf pitch in, in the last few weeks I don't know if They've cut a hole in the fence Or the council Classic. have left the gate open mm-hmm. But they're full Full of kids just now playing You know what In one goal Sticking the 
sticking somebody in goals and they're they're playing doubles and singles. It's brilliant to see again because it's it's just fell out of the game. People they, attribute that to the demise of our game. You're learning a bit about the geography here. David Field, who's out of the game today, says he's from Colsaith. It was Worldy Cup, Worldy Cup. Over and by, it was the other he game that one I'm talking football, about. Did he? Oh, he's St- a big still does. Half. Still does. He's yeah. still yeah. He's, he's still plodding wow. about in the amp. But, Talk, talk him and I Have you never heard this Him and I are Saturday morning Rivals Diddy rivals Really We, we yeah. play in the same league On, on different no, sides No yeah. Gordon says he's Aye. woful Is he right? woful Aye. That's Gordon Does he not have a tub of butter For his Commanding presence At the match he, he would look like Bambi and Ice to me what, they just Nice like, he's, he's Is he a shower he? Does, he, does he command at the back He's experienced Like veteran defender Divas ball Divas ball Inverness Have equalised Inverness have equalised against Alawa Nikolai Todorov. Uh, Makes it even the worse then for Peter Grant and Alawa with yeah. our both being two up. I loved it when David Friel introduced that the, his disappointment at the Bells Hill Cafe <sighs> not being there today. That's an old newspaper man's trick because he's thinking, we can get Rooney in here, he's a dafty. He'll tell us anything. So you're, you're, mm. you're minus a dafty now. <laughs> Uh, James Shampoo Williams says we called it catchy and buy. This is so we're now talking about two different games here though. Because you were talking about Ash Pitches, um, I uh, part of my childhood lived next to to where Mother would train. Right, so there's the nice nice manicured grass pitches. Now you could sneak on there for a bit, but you were gone within minutes. The groundsman mm. would be out. Oh, a very aggressive guy, believe me. <laughs> they always are. You, yeah, you, the you and then you'd have to go. There's an astroturf pitch as well, but it was old school astroturf oh, back then. The Remember old that? Sand that on top. The stuff you'd play yeah. like hockey on, like basically concrete with a bit of. Yeah. I put that down to my, my cartilage was going by I was 16 Playing in that that much It was so that's why we, hard stuff That's why we had you in here On a Saturday afternoon At the age of 32 Astro right, pitches okay. Tell you uh, Got up with me Dunbar and let you go <laughs> well, That was my choice <laughs> so Didn't want to sign that contract <laughs> I think we'll release them Right no other goals Going in at the moment Rangers cruising 2-0 up against St Mirren Goalless Motherwell Livy But Tony Watt's been forced off St Johnston won up on Hibs Thanks to former Hibs player Liam Craig and our featured championship match Goalless Hearts Dundee Kilmarnock remember Are leading In Dingwall And nothing between Aberdeen and Hamilton And no surprise there Gordon The Aberdeen side You know Shocking in front of goal You know the, In the last eight games One goal Yeah they don't, concede, they don't concede many Like I say If you're if goals are your thing and you're a neutral and you were thinking about getting a pay-per-view game to keep you entertained, I'm not sure that was the one for you today. Well, when was it? Two weeks ago? The we had game a, we watched, a debate anyway. and Alex said, let's get on this Kelly game. It's a big one. And it was okay, but it was the odd goal that won it again. And we've seen, we've seen Derek's problem in that game where he started with Fraser Hornby up front, a new striker fresh in the door and he gets injured and has to go off. And that's been the story of his season. I, I think he would have... Uh, wanted to keep Cosgrove But maybe he was sold from The powers that be above him And then he's left scrambling To bring in a new front line With Scott Wright going away as well So they've struggled at the top end of the pitch No doubt about that um, Good players in their squad But if you, you've not got a striker Who'll score you About 15 goals at that level To finish third well, top, Then you're in trouble Their top goal scorer is Ferguson Is that right? Would I be right in that? I mean they've had obviously Difficulties with yeah, Cosgrove, Cosgrove leaving, leaving And trying to get Hornby And then Hornby goes off injured And so on But yeah there's, there's no one Pulling up trees in front of goal um, Right I'm going to regret this I'm pretty sure I'm going to regret it But I've been psyching myself up For it for the last 
90 minutes So we'll see how it goes um, And actually the, the boss is in today He's doing a wee shift with the commoners He's oh. in uh, looking after things for us So mm. it, he might actually drag me out And this could be the end of it But um, you're talking about you know the reach of this show here now It'll never yeah. surprise you Never fail to surprise you Sean Rooney phoning up the show Given as one of the great moments of entertainment Well I feel like that was weird But we took it up a notch in the weird stakes on, on Thursday night And Mark and Gordon don't actually know about this this latest development So at one of the breaks I was eerie wigging I was listening in to, to Mark and, and Gordon talking And Mark was telling Gordon all about this guy That he's discovered that he's, he's a big fan of Mark's hero is a, is a, <laughs> Oh yeah, a minute It's a gentleman called Kieran Lee Are you familiar with his work? I'm not um, Let's just say he's in the Adult entertainment industry ah. Right okay He's myself um, in it So Well Mark was just telling us How he's a He's a, a big fan of his work <laughs> um, But I, I, I didn't I didn't know this at the time So I didn't know I didn't know who it was I thought who, who is this guy So I thought I would I would google him And find out <laughs> My goodness I was I was met with quite the surprise mm. uh, When I, I researched it ah. If anyone wants to google To find out his work Type in Kieran Lee actor <laughs> Because there is a footballer By the same name Kieran Lee actor You'll see who we're talking about And um <laughs> so <laughs> when I've looked through the glass here, right. says it all. But it get it gets weirder, Hugh. Right. So and also just for a bit of background, Kieran Lee has a certain body part of his insured for one million dollars. Oh, one million. He has it insured for one million dollars. Right. I'm staying out of this for legal reasons. Yeah, please do. Uh-huh. Right. Just leave leave it to me at the moment. And um, I think there's a goal going in. Maybe it's Lee. Going to keep you in suspense here. Goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Devante Cole with the penalty. It is Motherwell 1 Livingston 0. Former Livingston player Robbie Crawford brought down in the box. Devante Cole dispatches the penalty. And Motherwell go one in front That's Devante Cole's sixth goal Under Graham Alexander He's really turned mm. up for the new manager Anyway oh, Where oh. was I? One million dollar insurance policy was, yeah. that, was that the last topic? Right, okay So Hugh, we discussed this on Thursday night We had a bit of fun Thought we'd stitch Mark up And, and wind him up for He's having me. For, yeah. this, for this hero um, <laughs> But, but, but hold, hold on, on. But it, then, it then took a turn By the next day What took a turn? You don't know this I haven't told you yet So Kieran Lee your, Mark's favourite actor Apparently is friends With some Scottish guys Who live in LA And they're Rangers fans And they listen to the show So within <laughs> Within hours Kieran himself Had been informed Of this discussion And there was tweets Flying around About how he wanted To play against Hugh Keevans <laughs> At uh, Beat the Pundit And he was replying With all sorts of things That you would expect About always beat the clock And, and so on uh-huh. The clock that was By the way um, And his his friend who actually got in touch with me has been sending me screenshots of of the messages, so I can see they're coming from the uh, horse's mouth. Uh-huh. And um, Darren Campbell is his friend who's who's sent them over, and he's even offered to give Hugh a free password, free account, free account, <laughs> free access to his to his OnlyFans <laughs> account. Now, do you know what OnlyFans is? Not a clue. Right. Okay, we'll have to tell you next. <laughs> but you're getting a password. Let me tell you. But he's, enjoy he's, it. he's offered you uh-huh. um, a free free access to his account. <laughs> Genuinely, I have the messages in front of me, and he even. Sent a picture of 
mm. what he was doing for work yesterday and I'm going to have to leave it there oh, because I almost I, I can see the boss next door uh, and he's getting very nervous but yet he genuinely got in touch I, <laughs> I, I mean what is the chances well, and he I, wants I, to play I, beat the pundit <laughs> I shall phone my showbiz friend in America Martin Compton and I shall ask him about this gentleman yeah. and whether I am best leaving well alone no you begin his password and passing it on <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway if, listen, yeah. if you're in any doubt Kieran Lee actor he's a big fan of Hugh Keevans right we've got one of these goal flashes with top scaffolding for all your scaffolding needs. Oh, we can't be having this. I think oh. he's. I think he's on tomorrow as well. Hearts one, Dundee nil. Andy Halliday with a header. A header. Um, I mean, do you know what? He's got the lockdown buffong a little bit like yourself, you. And he, I mean, he's obviously been going a bit thin on top. So maybe that extra, extra cushion. On the ah. header I think that could have done him wonders It's um, from 12 yards out Says Fraser Which mm. That's long range For he a header Is it yard. not? Yeah Well to be fair He did score Long range goal For Rangers Against him In the Scottish Cup final Off his so. head though uh, Anyway Yeah well done Tim Hearts won Dundee nil At Tynecastle They no living with him tomorrow Hugh Evans mm. is just writing down Only fans yeah. <laughs> Must figure yeah. out What that is I just want to clean up And get for my mum who's listening I'm listening she's Keira, the password Keira Lee's not my hero so just my got other heroes mum that aspire to be no son uh, find out about that listen she always tunes in just yes, to keep her right yeah uh, you your mic has gone off Gordon you're just you're just tiptoeing towards the line for me I must admit um, Robert Jones says On the game of catchy Gordon If the outfield players rattled 11 goals by the keeper he'd be in for two catches Right, okay, we didn't have quite that criteria You remember if you played a sidey and a team had a man less Did that team get the any man save rule right? He's a hashtag uh, scheme, scheme football Right, yeah. well now, I think we're going off on tangents I'm, I'm wanting to stick to Cuppy and any other similar games mm. Yeah, uh, well, uh, taking away for Cuppy Remember 10-21ers, you ever play those with yeah, big sideys? Yeah, 10-21ers, that's what you would play You play that, no? Yeah. I don't recall Gordon. the name. The ten, name half doesn't. Time, 20 the winner. That was half time. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. No. Yeah. Ten twenty one. Let's get in the park. You guys yeah. are older than me. Remember. Sometimes there for hours, hours and end. And that was the time where you'd play school football in the morning. Then you couldn't wait to go and play in the park with your mates for hours and hours. You couldn't get me to play two games a day when I was a professional. We no had way. to play. We had to play <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> We had to play very quickly Then the air raid siren Would go off To get into the bunker uh, Div says This Kieran Lee chat With you And the only fans Is killing me <laughs> Says Div <laughs> It might well kill you As well Believe me <laughs> But we hope not uh, Right What's happening at Ibrox Gordon Yell, Mark Wilson I have no any idea Mark luckily you do yeah, Stephen was... McLean's giving Alan McGregor yeah. a bit of a talking to at the moment and it's still 2-0 yeah uh, nothing nothing really and that, but Alan's his usual animated self um, but listen Rangers well in control this Marin had a a, a brief uh, you know snapshot there across McGregor's goal where they eventually got up the pitch but it's as easy as it comes for Rangers those two goals like you said settles the full team takes the nerves out everybody will be enjoying themselves and the games pan out that way and you wouldn't be surprised if they added another before half time just to put the icing on the cake for this 45 minutes yeah I can't see uh, anything else but goals for Rangers gone if they want to they're very comfortable they've dropped the pace a little bit they're making more sideward passes than normal uh, if you're St Man, you're thinking right let's just get in here uh, the worst 2-0 down Jim Goodwood can have a word, try and regroup. 
uh, because if St Man start to open up and chase us next goal to try and get them back in the game Rangers will just pick them off they're too good you're, you're sitting there looking at the screen and thinking how can Alan McGregor be in a conversation with the referee <laughs> when they're yeah. two up there's 35 minutes of the first half gone you're less than an hour away from winning a game that will take you to within 90 minutes of the title depending on what happens at Tannadice and then you remember the Alan McGregor interview after Hamilton Aki's got a draw with Rangers and he described Rangers that day as rubbish Ooh, Hold on These, Hugh oh. We've got a massive goal in the Premiership Goal Flashes With top scaffolding For all your scaffolding needs Ross County have equalised Ross County 1, Kilmarnock 1 And it's Billy Mackay One half of the spirited duo up front mm. White and Mackay Billy has scored on the 38th minute And it's Ross County 1, Kilmarnock 1 Well Yogi must have been listening Gordon He said earlier in his interview He was looking for his tool I might just got that with Billy Mackay Popping up with another goal there Terrific and um, I fancy Ross County I really do I think they've got something about them A little bit like Hamilton When you write them off mm-hmm. They always, always seem to bounce back They're just back. such a mixed bag though Mark and Hugh I mean you look Look at the recent results I mean oh. they, they beat Celtic Then lose 1-0 to St Mirren yeah. They've got In the last 10 games It's 4 wins 5 losses And a draw They, they just swing from From one extreme to the other I, I think that's why uh, Roy McGregor Brought in Yogi because he knows that, that you know there'll be thrills and spills, ups and downs, but Yogi will fight like anything to get you there. And the the, the Celtic result is huge. I mean, I know it was so costly for Neil Lennon, cost him his job, but it was huge. You imagine Ross County minus those three points, but that game will go end to end for the remainder of the day. I guarantee you. I I I, I took it in the uh, the ACA for a draw. Wouldn't be surprised if it was. <laughs> Wouldn't it be strange if this was the day that Connor Goldson's unbelievable run of always being there and always being available for Rangers came to an end? He's, he's limping about at the moment. He's certainly limping off, but whether that will be temporary or not, I mean, he's always there. He always mm. plays, especially this season. Well, it came from a set piece. He got round the back post, a, a good header back across the goal, just a few. Yards wide But I don't know if he's went over Maybe in his ankle Has he? He's back on Um, Yeah so uh, A sore one But He's been an outstanding um, Player for Rangers Over the last The last season Um, I think this season He's played about 44 games Unbelievable Incredible Sorry right I know we should be talking About the football But on the subject Of of games um, Beardo says We called catchy Crosses And if you put Seven by the keeper (laughs) He had to mooney a bus. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, a, That's a good punishment. <laughs> Where are you from, Beardo? That you yeah, lot are uh, strange because everyone gets enjoyment for that. You know, S- specifically a bus though. A bus. Yeah, well, it's for a number people. of people. Yeah, right. and imagine if you're on the bus and you see that, you have a wee chuckle. Oh, no. to be fair, right, we are now going off on a tangent, which I said we wouldn't. Chris has gone. What about Wally? How good was that? Just Aye, Wally. Yeah, blittering the ball oh, off a wall. It was like um, squash, yeah The, the squash, football equivalent football. of squash top, Yeah, top you know, It's just occurred to me I was actually fined In the, the Marine Police Court In Partick For playing football in the street In the, in the 90s <laughs> Yeah what? It, Seriously It was then It was then an offence Now people of my age Can call in, text Do whatever they like I was fined 10 shillings In the Marine Police Court <laughs> In Partick For playing football In the street Seriously Yeah Wow I had to get the, the morning off school 
to attend court. No, that's funny, fine. right? Because I assumed that. See these, you know these kind of criminal. You see these no ball site, no ball games in, yeah. in like yeah. housing estates and stuff. Now I assumed that was like a new thing, and back then you could do whatever the heck you wanted. But seriously. if you played football, so what street, year would that why? be? Uh, I, um, why Why were you We had a flower horses, mill Horses trampled you Mark it gets worse <laughs> We had a flower mill At the bottom of our street I mean it wasn't even Playing outside houses We were playing And the flower mill's Corrugated iron fencing Was the goal uh, But the police came Off we popped And were fined uh, 10 oh, shillings In Marine they Police Court Party that, it, it was, I'll tell you when it was It was 1960 Yeah So the players have you know, your generation, professional players would never be playing in the street. They always had to nah, find a no, public park. It must have been a one-off. Everyone did it, and then when you saw the policeman coming, you, you ran. ran. For it. You scarpered. Yeah. yeah. Everyone did it. Mm. I never got the, those signs that you mentioned, Gordon. No ball games. Know? They were there. No, I never got why they were there. Oh, right, you know, okay. Especially in green areas. where oh, There was a few green areas enough. round about where I used to grow up. No ball games. You think, what else are you doing with this area? You know, and it, it just discouraged kids from from playing uh, in the park. No good. And you know what, right? It really should all be about football, but I feel like it would be a dereliction of duty if we didn't mention Kirby. How good was that? Brilliant. Yeah. But just yeah. just a, just a wee change of pace, a bit different from football. Just yeah. a couple of, maybe maybe after football when you're knackered, just taking it down a notch, slowing the pace, a bit more relaxed. But but every bit is intense psychologically. But just a little bit. Kir- Kirby was the best key. game ever. And you would always champion nineteen seventy two. Seventy four. I hope you weren't playing it on Airbus Road. Is that not two two lanes of busy traffic on each side <laughs> across? Um, but yeah, just and yeah. you always had to find the best curbs uh, yeah. in the, the local. If it was area, an yeah. Olympic sport, Top Scotland draw. would have oh. been in the running for gold medals every year. And everybody it, played it, and everybody thought they were great at it. You know, <laughs> yeah. no one ever admitted like, oh, I'm not. Everyone always thought yeah. that they were. Uh, top drawer We do have a half time At McDermott Park uh, Final call on the teaser By the way I'll give you the answers soon Let's get half time With David Friel Half time McDermott Park Gordon and St Johnson One Hibs nil Liam Craig's enjoying One of the best weeks Of his career Probably he was very emotional At Hamden uh, Last Sunday And he's he's the difference Between the teams At half time here What a goal it was There'd been nothing Before it really Very few chances In the game But Callum Booth Went down the down the wing in the 15 minutes, whipped across in, the ball was cleared out to Liam Craig, probably 25 yards out, he takes takes a touch and then whips a wonderful shot beyond Ophir Marciano right in the bottom corner, it was a magnificent goal that probably didn't you know, really befit the first half because it was very cagey, both teams cancelling each other out, Hibs have come into it towards the end of the first half, Joe Newell was unlucky, Josh Doig is also causing a few problems but St Johnson are defending well so Hibs need a big second half performance, half time, St Johnson won, Hibs nil. Into the Championship we go, half-time between Hearts and Dundee, here's Fraser. Hearts 1, Dundee nil. the home side deservedly ahead, but it's not exactly been sparkling football by either team, the home side dominating possession. But other than that goal by Andy Halliday, they've hardly created a decent chance, although they've been comfortable so far in the game. It was a slow start to the game by both teams, 12 minutes, Aaron McEnough put first chance, pulled a shot across the face of goal on the angle, yards a couple of yards wide of Jack Hamilton's post. That is when they repeated that from 20 minutes, this time from 25 yards again, Hamilton scrambling across his goal, but the ball was a yard wide, but all very pedestrian scrap from both teams Paul McMullen very bright and energetic on the right for Dundee but nothing for Craig Gordon to do and Hearts throwing a lot of balls into the box but getting no change from the experienced yeah, Ashcroft and Fontaine at the back Stephen Kingsley drove a fierce shot at the angle a couple of yards wide Mackay Stephen 
had a shot deflected, easy save for Hampton. Boyce then found himself a yard in the box again, pulled the shot a couple of yards wide, and all a struggle for Hearts. They played the possession, but no tempo to the game. The diamond formation with Gary Mackay, Stephen behind the front two, not working, but they did get the goal on 35 minutes. Armand Gandier found some space on the right-hand side. He just chipped the ball to the penalty spot, and Andy Halliday, arriving late from midfield, died to head the ball down and high into the net past Jack Hamilton. But Dundee almost got an equaliser against the run of play with their first effort of goal in 42 minutes. Paul McGowan dipping volley from 20 yards. It hit the bar and came down to the six-yard box, and it was headed over by Paul McMillan. Really good chance following, and he was unmarked as the ball bounced in front of him, and he really should have scored. Dundee offered little so far, but that McGowan effort is a reminder to Hearts that they're still in the game and need to do more in the second half. Hopefully a better game in the second 45. Half-time at Tynecastle, Hearts 1, Dundee 0. It's also half-time at Ibrox. Let's get the story of Rangers v St Mirren with Alison Conroy. Half-time at Ibrox, Rangers 2, St Mirren 0. Rangers in control and two quick goals sees them in front at half-time. It was Ryan Kent who opened the scoring in the 14th minute. A wonderful goal turned and fired into the back of the net from 22 yards. It was just two minutes later, Alfredo Morelos made it 2-0. Put the ball across Jack Anik and it crept in at the far post. Just before the break, Conor Golson headed just wide of the post as Rangers looked to extend their lead. St Mirren have had a brief spell of pressure but only... Only one kind of half chance. It was Dylan Conley, but the shot went right across the goal and past the far post. So Rangers very much in control here at Ibrox. Half-time at Rangers 2, St Mirren 0. It's also half-time Motherwell, Livy, Roger Hanna. Yeah, Motherwell 1, Livingston 0 at the break at third pack. It's a reserved first of advantage for Graham Alexander's men. But after taking the lead, they did need to survive a spirited comeback from the Betfred Cup finalists of last week. Motherwell could have been ahead inside two minutes. Aaron Taylor Sinclair once off. Motherwell very short with a headed back pass. It allowed Jordan Roberts last week's goal hero to nip in. He was one on one with Robbie McCrory, but a terrific save from the Livingston goalkeeper. Motherwell managed to recycle the ball, get across to the near side there, right? And it was Scotland defender Stephen O'Donnell with a second attempt and again a fine save by McCrory to stop the visitors from falling behind. There was a setback for Motherwell after 23 minutes. Tony Watt going down off the ball. Looked like a muscle injury. Bit of treatment but he couldn't carry on. Chris Long sent from the bench to replace him. It didn't at, at, at all you know, impact on Motherwell's attacking finesse or drive at that stage and they took a deserved lead after 31 minutes. Robbie Crawford once off. Livingston just signing a permanent deal here for Motherwell in January. He was barged just a foot or two inside the box by Matty Poplatnik easy decision for referee Colin Stephen Stonewall penalty Devante Cole kept his nerve to easily beat McCrory from the spot it's his sixth goal for Motherwell since Graham Alexander took over in January really really in a hot streak of form Cole at the minute at that stage Motherwell looked you know, well placed to go and really take charge of the game Gordon but Livingston fought back in the five minutes before the break Livingston suddenly came alive a terrific save by Motherwell goalkeeper Liam Kelly another former Livingston player from a header by Poplatnik a typical Livingston long throw by Nicky Devlin flicked on it in air post Poplatnik threw himself at the ball great header looked for all in the world that was going in the bottom corner and a terrific save by Kelly just to tip it around the post and then Kelly got lucky just before the end added time at the end of the first half Tyler McGlore took down Poplatnik 20, 25 yards out. Josh Mullen free kick. It flew past his former teammate Kelly, but it hit the crossbar and flew to safety. Keeps Motherwell ahead at the break. Motherwell won, Livingston nil. Full roundup of the halftime scores and the winner to the first half teaser coming next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Let's do the answers to the first half teaser, Hugh, and then we'll do a roundup of the halftime scores. I'll set you up with your dramatic music. The first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. There are half a dozen Frenchmen who played in the Scottish top flight since 2004 who have also won at least one cap for the French national team. They are Jean-Alain Boumsong, Lionel Letizzi, Jérôme Rothen, Florent Cinema Pongoli, Olivier Capo and Julien Faubert. Julian Faubert That was a sneaky one at the end Loads of people got them right Well done Thank you for playing along Even if you didn't uh, Scott Connie, Well done to you Scott Third place Not quite as fast as Daniel At DJR Reed uh, But the winner RJ Demon Flew in with the right answers Well done to you RJ We'll have a second half teaser A bit later on Here's how it lies At half time in the Scottish Premiership Aberdeen nil, Hamilton nil, Motherwell 1 Livingston nil. Rangers 2, St Mirren 0, Ross County 1, Kilmarnock 1 and St Johnston 1, Hibs 0 In the Championship are Broth 2, Queen of the South 3, Alloa 1, Inverness 1, Hearts 1, Dundee 0 and Morton 0, Air United 0 In the English Premier League we had an early game, Burnley 1, Arsenal 1 And at half time Sheffield United 0, Southampton 1 The second halves are coming up next as it happens and your reaction from five on the open line this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 